Hello, I'm Ken Seong, Technical Director of the International Ethics Standards Board for Accountants. And I'm here with Wissan Kwok, Interim Chair of the Board. We are joined by four other board members, Caroline Gardner, Jim Gay, Don Thompson, and Gary Hannaford. We're here to report back on some of the highlights from the Ethics Board's meeting held in New York, United States, October 13 to 15, 2014. This was the third and final full meeting of the board in 2014. What were some of the highlights and key developments from the meeting? Thank you, Ken. Uh, the board started off with the uh, welcoming of the uh, new independent uh, chair, Stavros uh, Tomadakis, who will take over the chairmanship uh, in January. Uh, he kindly attended uh, this meeting as an observer, and uh, the board had given him the commitment that uh, we will do whatever we can to assist him in ensuring a smooth transition and to provide him any support that he needs to succeed as the uh, next chair. Um, this meeting also saw the retirement of Kate Spargo. Uh, the board thanked her for her valuable contribution. Uh, in terms of the work program, we have been quite productive uh, in this October meeting. Um, the meeting saw the approval of the exposure draft on Part C. Uh, as well as the approval on the consultation paper uh, on structures of the code. These are two important papers that have been eagerly awaited by the public. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the board also had the opportunity to discuss uh, the NOCLA project. Uh, in particular, there was a briefing back on the roundtable uh, outcomes and the task force presented um, an approach or proposed approach or framework. The hope is that we will have uh, an exposure draft for discussion uh, in January. Uh, last but not least, we had a discussion on the non-assurance services, uh, considered the responses to the exposure draft that we've received. Uh, the intention is with all the feedback that we've gotten from the board, uh, we are now in a position to have a discussion with CAG uh, in November uh, and uh, the expectation is that we are hoping to have a final standard approved uh, in the January meeting uh, in London. Um, I will leave to my colleagues uh, in the task force to provide a bit more details on the work program that I just mentioned. Thank you, Wissan. Uh, Don, if I could just turn to you as chair of the uh, structure of the code task force, uh, what were your, your take from the board's deliberations on uh, this important project at this meeting? Thank you, Ken. Uh, I'm certainly pleased that the board has approved the issuance of the consultation paper on the structure of the code. The board is looking forward to the responses to this consultation paper as they will inform it as it considers the opportunities to improve the usability of the code. So we've received research results already and this will broaden uh, the information that is available to the board. The paper describes a possible way to distinguish requirements from guidance while retaining a close relationship both with that guidance and with the conceptual framework that underlies the code with its threats and safeguards approach. The paper also introduces the possibility of branding material in the code as standards and we will be interested in the views of respondents on this topic. Readability of the code is addressed and that includes clear descriptions of the terms that are used in the code. Key change being considered is a requirement that firms establish policies and procedures 
to clearly enable identification of those individuals responsible for taking action to comply with the code. So this is um, uh, in the code right now indirectly and this will clarify the expectation in that regard. Finally, I note that the consultation paper outlines steps underway to take advantage of electronic features of the code. This will enhance its navigability and usability by professional accountants and others. Thank you very much, Don. Jim, if I could just turn to you now. Uh, Wisa mentioned that the board uh, approved the exposure draft on the policy document. Uh, as chair of the task force, could I invite you please to share your reactions from the board discussion, please? Yes, uh, thank you, Ken. I am pleased that the board uh, approved the exposure draft today of phase one of the project to improve part C of the code of ethics. Part C applies to professional accountants in business and to professional accountants in public practice in particular circumstances. Phase one of, parts of the part C project addresses two areas. The first is pressure uh, that professional accountants and others uh, that could create uh, threats to compliance with the fundamental principles in the code. Primary requirements are that a professional accountant and business shall not allow such pressure to result in a breach and also shall not put pressure on others that the professional accountant knows or has reason to believe would result in a breach of the fundamental principles. The standard provides guidance relating to the identification of such pressure and steps to consider in order to prevent a breach. If the pressure cannot be alleviated or eliminated, uh, the professional accountant shall decline to engage in the activity um, and shall consider resigning from the employing organization. The second area addressed by the exposure draft is the presentation of information. It concerns information of all sorts, not just financial information, and information for both internal and external use. A major feature of the standard is to address the use of judgment or discretion with the intention of misleading others or of inappropriately influencing contractual or regulatory outcomes. The standard also addresses uh, specifically the five primary ways in which professional accountants may manipulate financial information. Uh, while it is waiting for the uh, return of public comments uh, to the exposure draft on phase one, the task force will begin working on phase two of the project. Phase two addresses another critical issue uh, that is uh, of importance. Uh, gifts, payments, inducements, and bribes. Social norms around the world are currently in flux, particularly in relation to facilitating payments and bribery. It is critically important for the Ethics Board to produce an improved standard uh, in this critical area. Thank you very much, Jim. Could I turn to Caroline now? Um, Caroline, this was an important meeting uh, in relation to the project on responding to suspected non-compliance laws and regulations. Could I invite you as chair of that project to share your observations from the board's deliberations this week? You're right, Ken, this was a very important meeting for us. Um, this has been a long and difficult project for the board, which reflects the importance of the subject matter we're dealing with and its complexity. Um, the aim of the task force is to come up with a framework that guides the professional accountant in how to respond when they do encounter non-compliance with laws and regulations in the course of their work. These are very sensitive situations. They don't happen often, but when they do, they're very difficult to deal with, and public expectations and regulatory expectations are high. 
because of those challenges, we've been through the process over the last few months of a series of roundtables in Hong Kong, Brussels and Washington to make sure we really understand the views of our stakeholders and have the chance to explore them. On the back of that input, um, the task force has had the chance to pull together a revised approach to how we might tackle this project, and this was our first chance to share that with the board. Um, in general terms, I think the board was supportive of the approach, and it was very good to hear um, their views on how we can make it work in practice. There are clearly some areas where the task force has more, more work to do, and I think we also heard very clearly the importance of linking our revised proposals back to the input that we've heard from our stakeholders through the roundtable and more widely to make sure that people understand the rationale behind our thinking as well as the direction of travel that we're taking. Thank you very much, Caroline. Uh, Gary, um, finally to you, uh, you chair the Non-Assurance Services uh, Task Force and the project was coming back to the board after a, uh, a period of hiatus uh, when the exposure draft was out there for uh, our respondents to consider and, and, and address. Could you please uh, share some of the, uh, your take uh, of the board discussions this week? Thank you, Ken. The, uh, the board discussions uh, this week were um, very focused towards um, the, the feedback that we received to the exposure drafts and, and uh, was pleased to see that we received nearly 60 responses to that exposure draft and the board considered the um, potential changes that uh, needed to be made to certain of the provisions pertaining to um, management responsibilities and providing further clarification to professional accountants as to how to address management responsibilities as well as dealing with providing further guidance on routine or mechanical services relating to the pre preparation of accounting records and financial statements. As well, there was uh, a provision in the exposure draft to withdraw the emergency exception provisions for bookkeeping and taxation services that are uh, that relate to audit clients that are public interest entities in section 290 of the code and the board had the opportunity to to reflect on the feedback that was received from the um, respondents to the exposure draft and was able to look uh, carefully at what further changes might be needed to to the uh, uh, to the provisions in the code as it pertains to those matters. While we didn't come to conclusion on all matters, uh, there seemed to be general agreement with most of the conclusions that were being brought to the board's attention and there remains uh, one specific matter outstanding which the, the board will consider at its meeting in January. Um, prior to that, uh, the CAG will be given the opportunity to provide its input into, into the uh, project on the basis that we have not yet had the opportunity to to consult with the uh, the CAG on the responses that we received to the exposure draft and of course that's a necessary step in our due processes prior to finalizing any standard so uh, that step will take place and we will be bringing the changes that may be necessary if any uh, based on the feedback that the CAG does provide us when we meet with them by conference call in late November. The other, the other point that I would, would raise as well is that um, it, this meeting also gave the board the opportunity to consider on a very preliminary basis um, 
the project with respect to the examination of safeguards and this is important as it relates to the work of the Non-Assurance Services Task Force insofar as we have uh, identified that prior to finalizing any of the possible changes or a position paper with respect to Non-Assurance Services we need to reflect on how those Non-Assurance Services um, are dealt or deal with the concept of threats and safeguards. The Board has received lots of feedback in the past from regulators on the appropriateness and effectiveness of safeguards and the board's strategic work plan calls for the uh, de development of a project concerning safeguards. Uh, we had preliminary discussions at this meeting and lots of very good feedbacks that the Non-Assurance Services Task Force will reflect on and bring back to the board by way of a project proposal at the board's January meeting. Thank you very much, Gary. And once again, thank you, Wissan. Uh, thank you, Caroline. Thank you, Jim. And also thank you to Don. Uh, the next meeting of the Ethics Board will be held in January uh, from the 12th to the 14th next year in London. Uh, the Ethics Board's meetings are open to the public. And we encourage those interested to observe our meetings uh, to register. Uh, and to do so, you may go to the meetings page of the board's website at www.ethicsboard.org where you can also find more information about the board and the projects discussed. The Ethics Board records a podcast summary following each meeting. You can subscribe to our podcast channel in iTunes by searching IFAC Accountancy Podcast in the Apple iTunes Store. Thank you for listening.